Welcome to Season 2, Episode 1 of Forging the Journey, where we discuss the joys and struggles, especially nowadays, of our entrepreneurial journey. I'm Greg Davis. And I'm Jared Dobb. And how you doing, buddy? I'm alive, barely. <laughs> That's good to hear. I think yeah. a lot of people are wondering. Yeah, actually, I've had, and you, you kind of said the same thing, that you've had a ton of people reach out, kind of bummed out that we you know, for lack of better terms, pulled the plug on the podcast. And I was really blown away by how many people paid attention to the podcast. And SHOT Show was kind of my eye opener for that because I had people come up to me. This is no joke. And it was a little weird, but really cool where I was talking and someone was behind me and they, they said my name and I turned around like, what, hi <laughs> like i recognize your voice you're on a podcast which it's forging the journey and i was like oh okay That's cool. <laughs> so yeah. i guess i have a somewhat recognizable voice but but then it happened again and again and again where somebody was like oh i watch i listen to the podcast i pay attention every week i'm on episode number 20 or whatever i can't wait to see what else you guys are talking about in my head i'm like um <laughs> <laughs> i know well it, actually was over always- that was always the sad. That was always sad, the sad part. You know, most people aren't listening. I, I'm I'm not, and I've I love podcasts. My problem is I listen to too many. Maybe that's that's a lot of the other people's problems. But I'm never really up to date on on the podcasts I'm listening to. So, um, yeah, it, it seemed like most people I talked to were like, "Oh, I'm um, I've been listening to your podcast, and, and I'm really enjoying it." And I always hate to burst their bubble because they're excited and saying, "Oh." Well, enjoy it because we, uh, at the end of the year, we kind of, we decided to take a break and, you know, they always get bummed, but, uh, yeah, I hope it didn't stop people from those people from going back and and listening. So yeah, we, uh, but I'm super excited to be back. Um, and this is, you know, as we kind of talk about what what we have planned for this podcast, I'm going to kind of skip way ahead but one of my pros of everything that's going on right now is the fact that we're able to do this podcast. So um, for context, just in case if somebody is listening to this six months after we've recorded this, like most people seem to be, it is March 31st. We are, what, two, three weeks into the coronavirus uh, epidemic that's going on around the world right now. And... Um, we're just going to kind of talk about, uh, you know, first I, th- I thought we'd kind of talk about what we've done in the last three months since we've, we've done a podcast just kind of shortly, um, kind of get people caught up, but then kind of want to talk about what's going on with our businesses, where we're at, what our plans are in this. Cause we've never been through anything like this with the business before. And I know that there's a lot of people listening who are in similar situations that, um, that aren't really sure what to do either. So we're going to kind of all go through this together and yeah. So Jerry, what have you guys, what's TA targets been up to the last three months? The last three months, man, has been, I feel like a blur. It's hard for me to even put, you know, I was thinking about last night. It's hard for me to even put my finger on exactly what we've done, but it's been a lot. So one of the, one of the things that, if people have been watching our channels has been, you know, better content. And that's something I've talked about on the podcast before, but 
Ridge and I are really, really trying to push the envelope with content and learning and being able to do, you know, go, taking the step from what I would consider normal marketing for a company that does stuff in house and taking it to a level that you would think it's a production company. And that's where we're trying to, uh, we're trying to head and, you know, we're making a lot of progress on that. So that's been a heavy focus over the last couple months. We talked about last year, you know, we added some team members to our team. So getting everybody um, fluid and, and all of those processes in order have, you know, has consumed the last couple months. And on top of that, a couple new products that were kind of in the, in the background, we've teased about them. I may have talked about them on the podcast, but off the top of my head, I don't remember. But a lot of the, a lot of that end of things with this whole coronavirus kind of got put on hold. Honestly, a lot of the new products, they're finished, they're ready. But one of the things that I've realized through this is we don't have a product that people desire in an immediate emergency where a lot of my friends in the firearm industry are selling weapons or accessories for firearms. Some of those businesses, I have friends that have done six months of business in the last three to four weeks. And it's been a huge eye-opening experience for me because I do have ideas for products that are outside of our realm of steel targets. And it's tempting me to start navigating that path um, just, just to have something that doesn't completely stop as soon as pandemic breaks out. I don't think anybody was immune to this, but you know, with the time off that we've had, Ridge and I have been taking the time to learn and you know, Ridge and I are on the phone every day and right now we're both remote. So we're catching up and, and coming up with game plans for the stuff that we're doing. But one of the, the biggest things that I'm having him do is just learn things like after effects, things like illustrator and really getting into the guts of these programs so that when we come back and it's normal, we have another tool in our box for content creation. So it's been a forced time of learning yeah. for us is what kind of the best way that I could describe it. How has the, uh, I mean, you guys have grown a ton and, and, and that growth started before we decided to take a break. So how is, you know, how has that growth um, been going and kind of how's that feel right now as as you guys so just people know um uh ta is in pennsylvania pennsylvania is on a non-essential shutdown and you guys are yep. currently kind of mostly shut down you guys are still or still have we have a couple ship have a couple guys there. going in mark goes into ship orders we have ethan is in the shop for a couple hours every day but largely you know businesses in pennsylvania have been pretty much shut down and technically we probably should be too, if we wanted to follow the governor, um, we kind of just do what we want to do anyway, but we, de we determined that, you know, feeding our team and, and keeping things moving is honestly the most important thing right now. And then, you know, we're not reckless. None of us really know. So none of us really knows exactly all of the info about this thing because there's so many different opinions and viewpoints and you, you'll have an expert saying one thing and an expert saying literally a 360 degree turn away from that. So, so we didn't know, and we don't know, but we decided 
the people on our team that are going to come in have been distant from everybody else. And the only interaction that they're having is their family at home, which is going nowhere else. And then the couple people at the shop. So it's, it's very contained with how we have our team. So we're, we're not concerned about that, but um, yeah, everything got shut down and it really sucks because to be honest, we were on a sales trend that was like, taken off it was like a rocket ship taking off and then we hit march and march just started so strong and then all of a sudden this the media just ran with this coronavirus and then that got into every everybody's head and everything for us kind of came to a screeching halt for a couple of weeks and it's it's not hard to see why to be honest the steel targets although they are a vital training tool and they're going to help you become a better protector. They're going to help you with those firearms you just purchased become better at shooting those firearms so you can actually effectively protect your family. But they don't have the same level of importance for a lot of people as going out and getting another AR-15 or buying 20 mags and filling those mags with ammo. So it, you and I have talked about it before. We can't always prepare for black swan events. This is one of those events. Yeah. You know, this is absolutely the definition of a black swan event that, you know, people saw it coming since December, but we didn't see it coming. And now we have to kind of innovate and work around it. Yeah. So in the last three months, um, and we have, it's, it's been, it's been crazy. I think a lot of, a lot of, uh, February was was very busy because of shot show thankfully um there there is a lot of business that was drummed up from from going to that which was which was great um and going into march uh we were you know it, it was kind of dipping down a little bit from uh, from all the shot show craze but it was but it was it was still um extremely good i mean it was <clears throat> we're doing great and it was actually kind of nice to have a, to be able to take a breath a little bit. Um, you know, we, you know, me and Dusty sat down in um, early February and kind of, or in early January and kind of mapped out what, what some of our goals and what some of our um, plans and maybe, f- and even some of our forecasts for what, you know, c- compared to last year, what we thought products were going to do this year and some of the new products that we had in mind um, when to try to launch some of those things. And, uh, and like, I remember hearing about the coronavirus at, at shot show and people were kind of joking about, Oh, did you, you know, did you get this, you know, did you get the coronavirus? And everybody's kind of, it's kind of joking about it a little bit. Now when me and Dusty got back it actually, we, the day we left Las Vegas, we woke up that morning, not feeling great. And, by the time, I don't know, eight or nine o'clock that day, which I was home by then, I remember sitting on the couch just feeling awful. I can't think of the last time I had the flu and I was knocked out for a good 10 days. And so was Dusty. We like, I remember texting him that night and be like, dude, do you, do you feel like death? And he was like, yeah, man, I, this is not good. Um, now I had pretty classic flu symptoms my body just felt wrecked 
like every muscle, my eyeballs hurt. Um, I didn't really have any respiratory symptoms. Um, maybe the last couple of days of it, I had a sore throat. Like I, I might have lost my voice, had a sore throat and, and, a, and a little cough. But, um, but I, I, the reason I bring that up is because now people from who are at SHOT Show, I've seen a lot of conversations happen. You know, what's the chances that some of us have already had the coronavirus? Uh, Dusty thinks he might have. His symptoms were a little bit different from mine, <clears throat> which is weird because we're like for a week straight, we were two feet away from each other the whole time. I don't know how we get something different, but I know people's bodies react to things differently. So, so anyway, um, it, you know, by the time we recovered from that and, and, and got back, got back into things, um, you know, things were full swing. Then, like you said, the media really gets a hold of this. The first case hits the U S well, the first tested case hits the U S and the media gets a hold of it and it goes nuts. And it, and the craziest thing about this whole thing has been how fast things change. Right. I mean, it's, <clears throat> it's almost hourly because our state's governors are, are each independently making decisions and reacting to how their states are reacting and, and tests are coming in and stuff. And I mean, I, <clears throat> I can't think really of ever listening. So I'm in Ohio and, and Governor DeWine. I maybe listened to him a couple times before over the years, but dude, like every day at two o'clock, I pull up his uh, his thing. I don't I don't know if your Pennsylvania governor does it every day, but Dewine every day has a two o'clock uh, update just on. I try to not look at our governor in Pennsylvania. <laughs> He's a real real piece of work. Yeah, he is. Yeah, that's for sure. And, and I, you know what? <clears throat> I have to, I have to say something about that because. It really shows, you know, the distrust in, in government for businesses and and then watching all the social justice warriors on Facebook and, you know, then, then our governor comes out and gave exemptions for his own cabinet companies and labeled them essential and then shut down all the gun stores, shut down my company, shut down the fab shop, shut down all these different businesses while his were allowed to stay open. Now, thankfully, a guy I know, Josh Prince, pushed that issue. Uh, one of the issues went to the Supreme Court in Pennsylvania, and he won. Yeah, um, and it was over. You know, Tom Wolf's declarations as as the uh, dictator of Pennsylvania have uh, have been over to, overturned. But you know, honestly, he he literally that, that was such fraudulent activity, leaving his businesses open and then killing. Literally, there's Pennsylvania businesses that are going to die from this. Yep, and I don't believe TA Targets is one of them, but. Um, you know, we did business a little, little differently. I mean, things were always tight as a newer startup, but there was buffer. And because our year started off so strong, um, you know, there's a, there's some room there and sales, I was telling you yesterday, just all of a sudden picked up again for us. So yeah, but no, I had to go on that tangent because, um, th that's why I haven't been paying as much attention to the news and the media because you just you can't tell who's. Yeah. Everybody has their agenda. So I I started out with this about I don't know, about two weeks ago is when I was really like, okay, this is just because I I've heard I heard of upcoming uh changes in the state and stuff. And I I started hearing rumblings of, of things happening. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm really gonna I'm gonna start paying attention to this. And and I kind of I dove 
headfirst into, you know, reading and watching media and, and also just trying to figure out what's going on. And, um, that's a dark hole to jump down. I don't recommend that. <laughs> like it consumed me for, for probably a couple days and I realized that it was consuming me. And, and I, I just woke up one day and I'm like, you know what? I can't, it's not doing me anything good to, to be frozen in, and fear and anxiety and trying to and trying to figure out what the future holds when there's stuff that needs to be done right now and um and the only, I, I can't control the future nobody knows the future so trying to sit around and guess what the future is 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 a massive waste of time i i, I could be doing something useful so i kind of made rules for myself um, I check the news once a day. I usually turn on a governor DeWine's thing at two o'clock just to see what's to what's going on because he's, he's been making decisions that directly affect me and my business. So I, I watch that just, just to see what's going on. And then, um, at night before I go to bed, I'll check and see and see how the stock market's doing or did that day. I'll see it, it just, I'll kind of check basic media stuff to see what's going on. Um, and that's been a healthy change for me, but, uh, thankfully, thank God our, our business this month was bananas. Um, I'm thankful that people see our products as, as essential, um, or at least as it's, they're, they're inexpensive enough and essential enough that people are, are buying <clears throat> this month. I think we, this month was bigger than, uh, like black Friday month was it, it just, we, we really got sideswiped by this. We were not prepared for the sales spike that we had this month. I see it. I, I truly see it as a gift from God that, 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 that did happen because I don't know what the future is. So I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to brace myself for the worst, which is, I'm expecting sales to plummet in the next, uh, I think we've got maybe another month of pretty decent sales because there's a stimulus package coming. Everybody's getting, well, not everybody, but a lot of people are getting a whole $1,200. A lot of people are getting way more than that. Yeah. And a lot of people are getting none. And I don't, I don't know how I feel about it. I, <laughs> to be honest, I'm like, yeah, there's it, a lot of conservatives that are very socialist and they were just hiding under, uh, yeah, there's uh, waiting for the times to be bad until their socialism shows. I've not, uh, I've not had the time to really sit down and, and, and look at the, and myself look into it. I've seen, I've seen a lot of memes that are, that have, I'm using air quotes if you, cause people can't see me. Oh, I can see. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of things that are, you know, that are, um, you know, like people getting raises and all this, like I'm hearing stuff like this that I'm not, I'm not sure are true. Um, but anyway, I see sales probably doing pretty good for the next month or so. And then people are going to start feeling the pinch possibly. Um, and again, this is all kind of based off worst case scenario. Uh, and sales are going to plummet. So we may need the sales from this month to carry us through. Who knows how long of, of a sales dip. Um, now that's just me. I think that's 
I think that's kind of worst case scenario. That's there's there's talk of of uh, of a few different drugs. There's like a malaria drug and an HIV drug <clears throat> that are having from some reports I've seen that are having a really really positive impact. And um, um, I, I'm I'm praying to God that those things are true and those things are going to, uh, those things are going to start healing people and, <clears throat> and really turn things around. So I, I think it's, it's going to take either this, this thing to run its course or, and, or some type of cure or vaccine or something to really turn things around. Um, and right now, neither of those things have, have happened yet. They're now expecting um, in the U S uh, like what, uh, was it April 15th? I think we're like about two weeks away from like the, the, the peak of the curve or something. Um, so yeah, I guess time will, time will tell. Yeah. I time's going to tell. I have no idea. You know, this is as a business owner, this, the most frustrating part for me is there are so many different voices and they're all experts in their field. Right. And I have now literally seen the field split 50, 50 or maybe 25% far right, which I would say would be the least drastic occurrence or the, the least crazy um, experience with this thing over the next couple of months. And then you have the people on I'm going to say, I'm not saying left or right is politics. I'm just giving that as a separator uh, that are like, we're going to have millions dead and yeah. they're going to be filling the streets. And the problem I think is we never had a good grasp of this from China and there never was legit info flowing or at least not at first. Um, and then there are agendas, I think, with different governments over in Europe and, and different countries that want to downplay and want to, or at least want to control the situation. So information, I think, gets skewed a little bit. But then you have experts that are coming out and saying it was terrible and then backtracking and backpedaling and saying that they way over blew it. So now as a business owner, how am I supposed to decipher Right. any of that info and like you said you can't you can't control the future and you can't obsess over um you can't obsess over all of these little minor you know, these minute details but at the same time i'm trying to scope out and say okay is this a six month thing is this a two month thing because i mean if it's if it's three more weeks and then it's on the back end of the curve and and we're going down well I think you're right. I think you're going to see people get that stimulus money and then they're going to spend it and you'll have a good couple months. But if that's just, I mean, if, if you're not at the peak and it's going to be August until this thing's cleared out, well, now we're talking an entire summer and right. that's heavy. Well, so, and I think the economic fallout of this is going to be, it's going to, it's going to be quite a bit delayed from, from the health side of things, um, the economic side is going to be felt long after everybody's back to work and stuff. Well, most of the people are back to work. It's it, it. So there's, there's a few things I've been wrestling with and 
I kind of wanted to go into some of the pros and cons that we're going through because of this virus. Um, I also maybe want to try to give some perspective and, and, and hope to people who are listening, who have those small businesses that are young like ours and, and, and never been through this. Um, you know, I, I've seen this as a big learning opportunity. Uh, I've already learned so much. It's only been a couple weeks and it's, it's these couple weeks feel like a year. Um, you know, like I said before, I, I really started getting just sucked into the, into fear and worry about what this is going to do to my business. I'm not, I'm actually not too worried about my family. We're pretty well prepared for this. Um, it, if we had to lock up in our house for a long time, we would be okay. Um, but you know, it's, it's my concern turned towards the business. I've put so much work into this business that the thought, yeah. the thought of it going under makes me sick. And, and unfortunately my mind went straight to, it went straight to when do I know when to fold my business? That was like, that was my first question when I started seeing all this stuff about the economy collapsing and all this stuff. Um, my head went straight to when do I know when to take the money I do have and just fold the company and deal with the fallout. And I kind of had to rally myself up from that. And there's a couple of friends that I have that, that, uh, that I, that I seek for, you know, for advice, stuff like that, that are like, I'll be damned if this virus is going to take my company. And, and I kind of had to rally myself into, into fighting and, and, and to getting into fight mode. And I will be honest, that is exhausting. I start out every day in fight mode. And a lot of days, by the time I lock up the shop and, and go home, I feel like I've lost a fight. Um, <laughs> I just, I feel battered and bruised and, um, and it, it has been a very odd, odd set of feelings because business, because this month business has been amazing. Um, so on one hand, I've been trying to keep things in stock, which, which is one of the tough things that I've probably right now. One of the most immediate tough things that I've had to deal with is supply chain issues. I have companies that I've ordered parts from for five years that are now shut down and I need parts. So I've had to scramble and try to find new companies to make stuff. And, um, thank God I've, I've been able to do that. Although it's just a real quick thing. So there's last Monday I come in, I need Neomag brackets. <clears throat> I go to my company who I've ordered from for five years, call them up and they're shut down. Uh, they're in Illinois. Yeah. Who knows when they're going to be open again? So I go into scramble mode. <clears throat> I, I, I pretty immediately think of two other possible options. I call them up. I'll call uh, company B. I, I, I contact them and they're working on a quote for me. Contact company C. They're working, working on, a, on a quote for me. Company B gets back to me pretty quickly with with numbers that are pretty even to what I've been been doing so I'm like okay let's do it um 
Like the next day I hear from company C, they come back like half as much. And so I'm like, great, let's do that. So I call company B, cancel my order with them, place an order with, with company C. Skip ahead a week to yesterday. I come in, get an email from company C saying, we are now shut down um, <laughs> as a precautionary measure for at least the next week. Now, I think there's one thing that we've all learned learned by now is nothing is only shut down for a week, especially at this point on the curve. Right. So I tell them like, great, this is, this is fantastic. I guess I have to crawl back to company B and beg for forgiveness and see if they'll, they'll take me back. <clears throat> Thankfully they, they did. So it, it just, those are the kinds of things that, that are making me, if I had hair, pull my hair out is, uh, is those supply chain issues are, are an issue and are going to become even more of an issue as things progress. So, um, so anyway, and I'll, I'll, I'll try to wrap up here so you can talk to you. So, um, it's, it, it's been a huge time of learning and, um, and trying to figure out what the future holds and, we don't know what the future holds. So the best we can do is prepare for it. And if you, if you and your business, if you and your business haven't spent the last year plus, you know, financially putting money away for it and stuff like that, there's only so much you can do in a short, in a short amount of time. Um, I will say with the stimulus package that has passed, there's some pretty good options for, uh, for loans that can actually be more turned into grants. Uh, so you aren't having to pay interest and stuff. So uh, it's from what I understand. Um, if you have payments on things, there's a lot of companies are, are, are letting people push, push payments back. I would say anything you can do. Um, if you're, if you're paying more on things, pull those back to minimums. If you can't push them off, I would be doing anything that I could right now to try to be putting money in the bank. Uh, yeah, so that, I mean, really that's at least from my perspective, that's about all you can do to, uh, to try to prepare right now. What do you think? Well, right now you're in the midst of it. So because we're in the midst of it, the only thing we can do is really navigate it. The downside of a small business is, Again, you're, you know, a lot of businesses go week to week and not by any act of their own, not that they choose to do that, but just because as a small business, as you're starting in the first five years, you're not going to have a lot of cash. You're not going to necessarily have a lot of sales. Um, yeah, it, I guess that's, that's where I'm at is just navigating through it and, and trying to make good decisions. And, and the biggest thing, the biggest thing for me is making sure that our team is doing things that when we get out of this are going to result in a better impact. And so for us, because I can't make steel targets any more desirable per se to people in an emergency, you know, and I don't want people going into crazy debt to buy our products. Um, I can't change right now in this moment, people's minds about our targets, even though I, they are a vital tool for people who want to be protectors of others, defenders of life. They're a vital tool to get you to the level of training that you need to be, to be effective in that. 
But what I can do during this time for Ridge and I is again, invest in the, the next level of our skill set that is going to have even more of an impact on people when we come out of this, because TA is going to come out of this. Uh, we're not anywhere close to, you know, our company's not folding. It's not, you know, we're not in dire conditions where, you know, I mean, I even think that's really a concern at this point. Now, I mean, I guess if we have a year of this, you know, if there's 12 months of this or something crazy, it doesn't matter what business you are. It doesn't matter how big your business is. That is going to suck big time. Um, so I, I also think there are some advantages to being a small business through this that I'm noticing. For one, my friends that have bigger businesses are really nervous because if that business does fold, they're losing everything. I mean, there's not, it's not just, you know, a small business with a couple people and, you know, not a lot of debt. Some of these big businesses are riding on massive lines of credit. So yeah, I'm thankful in some ways that we're in the position we're in because we're, we're very agile because we're so small right now. And I've created essentially what would be our plan B, you know, say, say things get really bad and we're looking like this thing's going to be frozen for three months. I have a, a pretty, I think a pretty solid game plan of what direction we're going to go. And the term that I've been using is that we're going to pivot. And if we have to pivot and we have to pivot hard and fast, I've got a little bit of a game plan in place um, to do that. Now it would radically change for a spell. It would radically change the company, but it would allow us to keep a, you know, keep our team, uh, you know, their paychecks coming and, uh, and keep everybody happy in that regard. So right now I'm just, just trying to analyze and learn. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's really, that's about all I can do. Cause I've, I've never experienced their experiences. And I would venture to say most companies, I, I don't think there's ever been something like this in the last 30 or 40 years that uh, would necessarily compare to this. Nope. So hopefully when we're, when we're big businesses, Greg, we don't have this. <laughs> We've been prepared. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's, I, I, in the, in the in past podcast, I've talked about perspective a lot. Um, I love, I love gaining perspective. I love gaining wisdom. And the only way that you get perspective and wisdom is through experience. And, and, and in a lot of ways, I'm thankful for this experience because it's, it's brought out and it's shown some weaknesses and it's also brought out and shown um, some of our strengths as a business. And it's, and it's, uh, it's shown some of, it's shown how some of the planning decisions I've made in the past have, 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 have really quite literally paid off for us now and could, and could carry us through um, a time of drought. If, if that truly is coming, um, I it, I do think there's some advantage there's some advantages to being a small business in this. I agree. It's especially a small businesses, especially a small business that is um, that's online driven, because there's I feel horribly for a lot of the businesses that that have had under no choice of their own their doors closed. 
business just like a light switch turned off. And that's pretty impossible to happen to us. Like if you're an online business, it's going to be pretty hard for the light switch to be turned off on, on your business. And that's something uh, one of the guys I talked to who I kind of reach out for, uh, uh, for perspective and for business help and stuff like that kind of brought up. He was like, what, he's like, you know, what's the chances of, of, of sales and business just turning off completely like a light switch. And that was kind of a, which, you know, I don't, is it impossible? No, but is it, is it likely? No. And, um, you know, so my, my, my mindset pretty quickly turned from when do I fold my business to how do I survive and what will it take to survive? And I'll say one of the pros to what's, what's happened even in the last couple of weeks, I've become much more intimate with my company's finances and um, I sat down and did the math of like, okay, with, with my current operating costs, how long, like what's the minimum that I need in sales to survive? And I figured out that. Then I went through and figured out um, what can I back off of? Are there any non-essential uh, costs that I have right now <clears throat> that I could either let go of or, or contact the company and see if we could, <clears throat> and see if we could push it off. And then I figured out, okay, <clears throat> how much do we need a month in sales to cover that? Um, one thing that I will not do is, um, and I told Dusty, I said, as far as I'm concerned, you and your paycheck is an essential thing. I don't, I don't plan on letting him go as being a part of my plan with this. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll do whatever it takes to how to keep him on this. Um, so just, <clears throat> I think one of the pros is with this is, and that felt so good afterwards. It, it wasn't a fun thing to sit down and do, but afterwards having a plan and knowing financially what, what we need to see and, and what the plans are moving forward. Okay. If, if sales hit this for this amount of time, here's what we have to do. Um, yeah. So that just made me feel a lot better. <clears throat> I think one of the other, um, I think one of the other pros of, of all this happening is just, this maybe has a little bit less to do with the business, but um, you know, so my kids have been off of school. I think your kids have, have been off for, well, the school's closed about three weeks ago, I think. Um, our yeah, governor, none, of, none of mine are in school right. quite yet. So yeah, yeah yours are, yours are pretty thankful. Honestly, that was kind of a good, good thing right away. Cause yeah. Yeah. yeah and my kids are young, uh, third, third grade, first grade in kindergarten. Um, thankfully my wife is a teacher and so she's already prepared to be a, uh, to, uh, to be able to teach at home. But also when her school got shut down, she was, she was at home. I feel bad for a lot of the parents out there um, who had to scramble and figure out what to do with their kids while they're still working uh, and try to figure all that out. And, and daycares have, have closed and all this stuff. It's, it's a mess for a lot of people. 
but it's been really, I've been thankful to see my family together and, uh, you know, my wife be able to spend more time with the kids and, you know, it, the, the, the circumstances around it are unfortunate, but there's, there's been quite a few fortunate things that I've seen, seen come from it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think my prediction is the way people view the world after this, you know, I, now I, I'm also balancing what I'm about to say with the fact that people have a very short attention span in, in a lot of ways and we tend to forget history very quickly for a lot of us though, this is going to radically change how we view everything from personal finances to being prepared. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of low key preppers out of this, Yep. Um, which I, I would consider myself. I, I had already been on that train and, and this is something that I want to speak to people outside of business is when this all crashed and when this started popping off and everybody was running to the stores and going crazy. Um, I was really thankful for certain steps that I took six years ago and, you know, just having a quote unquote little nest egg to sit on, you know, having a couple months of food that I, I've, I always have, you know, having everything needed to grow a garden every year and, and plant enough vegetables for my whole family for a year all of these things that I've done year after year are now, now they make a lot of sense. You know, they, the fact that um, I invested in firearms training prior to an emergency, you know, the fact that, and not all, this isn't me like tooting my horn either. Some of this, I'm just thankful that I've had the resources over the years to do it. But it's going to change people's minds in a lot of ways, or at least change some of their behaviors um, for some people. And again, like I, I think a lot of people, as soon as, you know, cities are back in order and you know, things go back to quote unquote somewhat normal, they're just going to forget and move on. But for a lot of us, this is going to change how we do our business, how we look at finances, how we structure things. And yeah, it's, it's unique. I, I I think there's nothing that could have prepared us for this moment, especially because we've never done this before. And this moment is going to definitely be in history books and it'll be cool 10 years from now when we're talking about, Oh yeah, we made it through that. And this is what we did. And, um, you know, having businesses that survived a quote unquote black swan event will be definitely, I think something to kind of cherish. Yep. Yeah, for sure. I think it's, I I think one of the things that I've gained through this is I'm going to be, I'm going to be a much more resilient and, and ready business owner. Um, And I think in a lot of ways I've already been maybe over paranoid for something like this happening. They're like, I just think back the craziest thing. Like I, I had a phone call with, with the one guy who I talk, talk with business a lot about, and um, I was just talking to him about how I'm like, you know, I, I've I've got a pretty good nest egg in in my business checking account, and it's been it's been years of 
years of saving to get it. And one of my thoughts, and I told him, I'm like, I'm, you know, one of the reasons why I want that is because what happens, what happens if something happens and I need my company to survive for a few months or six months or something. Um, I think there's a lot of kind of one of the rule of thumb is for, uh, you know, for individuals and families is, is you should have like three months of savings. Um, my thought is what if I need a year of savings? You know, uh, I, I think there's, I think most people could probably weather something tragic happening for a few months. Like even if you don't have a whole lot of money, you could, you could, you, you could skate through, you could find a way to get through a, a short amount of time, but like a year of something bad happening. And this is almost word for word what, what, what we're talking about. And this is before any of this coronavirus stuff even started to happen. And I said, you know, I want a long time uh, of preparing this. But the reason I was talking to him about it is because I'm like, but at the same time, I have this, I have this money sitting there that could be working for my business. I could be putting more into advertising and growing my business. I could, I could, you know, I'd be putting more of that money into the business instead of it sitting there. Yeah. And it was literally a couple of weeks later after that conversation, all this starts happening. I'm like, thank God I've been paranoid about needing <laughs> months and months and months of operating costs sitting in, in my checking account. So um, I know after this is over and goes back to the, and things go back to normal. I'm going to, I'm going to be just as paranoid if, if not more about having that big nest egg sitting there, uh, I'd be prepared. So it's, it's, uh, it just, I, I just encourage people to, if you're listening and, and you have it and you're scared and you have an anxiety about, about things and, and maybe you truly have a reason to feel that way. Um, you know, you aren't in the situation that me and Jared are in where we're confident that we're going to be able to weather this, you know, maybe you're not in that position. And I've, I, my heart goes out to you. Um, try to find the silver lining in this and, and thank God for that perspective that you're getting and the experience that you're getting so that when because you will come back from this. Things will, for the most part, go back to normal eventually. And when we all get there, we should all want to look back on this time and be, and be proud of what we did and be proud of how we, re, we reacted, be proud of, of the way that we helped other people. Um, you know, the, I think a lot of people are going to be coming out of this and years later, looking back on this time and think, man, I panicked and freaked out. And I, I was a jerk. I was selfish. You know, I, I don't want to come, I don't want to come out with feeling that way later. And in fact, um, actually in a couple hours, uh, me and Dusty are going to hop on. There's a, there's like a webcast, um, from a, it's a, it's another podcast that, uh, that I really like, and I'm drawing a blank. So I'm going to go to my email right now and look at a uh, uh, story brand. I don't know if you listen to story brand. I love the, the podcast. Nice. And 
I've never um, listened to the podcast, but I know what you're talking about. He's doing a um, in a couple hours here. He's doing a uh, like a, a free webcast, and it it's about how do you adjust your company's message during a crisis. You know, it, it, I I told Dusty pretty early on in this, like a couple of weeks ago. It's, it, Again, this, it seems like it's been going on so much longer than, than it has. Um, but I told him, I was like, I, I don't want to play into this, this, panic and, this panic and hysteria. I want, to be, I want my company to be seen after all this is over, to be the company that, that was encouraging, that was helpful, um, that was serving. So I'm kind of excited to, uh, to see what... I'll have to talk about in this and um, yeah, so that's, uh, that's kind of where, where I'm at with things right now. I need, you have anything else? No, that's, I mean, that pretty much summarizes it. I, yeah. Yeah. Just trying to, and that's where I'm at is I, I haven't fed into the, any of the hype with the, uh, the coronavirus through the company. We might've, We've brought it up, I guess, once or twice, but there's definitely companies that are really, really leveraging it and trying to leverage it hard, and and I didn't really want to do that. Um, but yeah, I don't know the right move. That'll be interesting to hear what you, you know, what you learn from that that uh, webcast and kind of what their position is. But I do think that even without watching it, it is super important that we are seen as. Um, a different kind of business, someone who was there, who was prepared, who was level-headed, who put out the truth, who didn't scare people into buying products. Um, yeah, I, I just, I want TA to be seen as a different kind of business. And I, yeah. you know, I sympathize with anybody who's, um, who's going through this, you know, right, right alongside us and unsure of the future and, and not really sure what the next step is. You know, you're definitely not alone. We are definitely doing the exact same things here. Yep. Uh, I would love to hear, I've been excited to do this podcast and, and talk to other business owners and, and, and talk to our podcast listeners. I would love to hear if you're listening to this now, I would love to hear what your situation is. Where are you, where, where are you, where are you at with all this, with, you know, you know, mentally, where are you at with this? Are you are are you on the side of <clears throat> of panic, or are you on the side of of that you, of that you feel prepared for this? Are you um are you are you scared for your business? Are you are you feeling pretty confident? You know, I I love to hear you know where you guys are at with with all this. You know, you know, this is something that we're all going through at the same time that we've never gone through before. We're we're all in the same in the same boat and uh. Just, I, w- I would love to hear from you guys. So if you guys would, would like to share anything with us, you can send us an email at forgingthejourney at gmail.com. You can also go to our Instagram, forging the journey. Um, you, you, you can also hit us up on, on our personal or our business accounts, which is uh, at the Neomag or at uh, TA targets. Um, yeah. We'll, you know, we'd love to hear from you guys. And, uh, and maybe we, if we get, we get any submissions from you guys, uh, and, and we have your permission. We'd love to 
share some of what of what you guys are going through if, if you have any uh, if we could shed any light or advice on anything that you have i don't know if we're going to have any but uh but we would love to have a conversation with you guys so yeah um i think we're we're just about over we're about an hour here so yeah yeah we appreciate you guys and i'm I'm excited to not excited to <laughs> to hear struggles but uh, it'll it's encouraging when when you're talking to other businesses and you realize that you're going through things at the same time you know you're not alone you're not forging this path on your own um, so definitely give us some messages let us know what what your experience has been through this whole thing and yeah excited to talk about it and i know there's <clears throat> I know there's a lot of people listening because I would say about half the people that that have talked to me over the last over the last three months that have said that they listen to the podcast are not business owners, which is cool. They're just awesome people that that find what we do to be interesting. I would love to hear from you guys too. You know, what does what's your plans right now? What's you know, how have you been affected by this already? Um, and maybe what do you? What do you feel, you know, since this is kind of a business-centric podcast, what do you find to be encouraging to hear and see other businesses doing at a time like this? Um, and what kind of response would you like to see from uh, from companies? So uh, I'd love to hear from everybody that, that listens, no matter if you're a business owner or not. Yep. All right, man. Well, it's good to... Uh, good seeing your face early in the morning again and hearing that Pennsylvania accent I missed it there you go <laughs> I'm always here when you need me <laughs> alright All right, guys we'll catch up with you next time yep take care dude yeah. see ya see ya